0: Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorce mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. Welcome to the Divorce Course Podcast with Laura and Lynn Galvin, who is actually my mother. If you've heard the intro, she is a family lawyer and retired barrister and mediator and my mum. Hello, Lynn. (laughs) Hello, hello, daughter. (laughs) Hello, everyone. So today we wanted to talk about practical steps before separation, before you leave, before you've told them obviously a lot of the clients that you see come to you they've mm. already left their partners is that correct yes yes a lot of them have but some are some are wondering about leaving mm. and and have you found that if were the, the steps we're about to share and talk about have come uh, have have been useful oh yes yes so how how are they useful the steps we're about to talk well, about they're not about
1: what they're not about is sort of uh, being mean to anyone, or, or even preempting or, or imagining that your partner's going to react in a certain way. What they're about, what, uh, the way they help is that they streamline the process much later on, and there's no harm to anyone mm. to be prepared.
0: And and um, uh, my friends have told me that the divorce process can be long and and, and take a long time. Um, does this these steps that we're about to talk about? Does, how does that help? That
1: well, in my opinion, um, taking things like we're suggesting the preparation that you make, copying documents and things like that, can shorten the process considerably. Uh, it's good information to give to your lawyer. Everyone knows where you stand. Uh, you're not waiting for the other person to give you a document. Um, it's awesome. just sensible.
0: Awesome. All right, well, let's dive into the practical steps before okay. separation, um, and then we'll talk a bit more at the end about that as well, how you feel about it. So if you're out there and you feel, oh, no, our divorce is going to be amicable, my partner and I are great friends, yeah. and we will just go our separate ways, Um I still think it's valuable, uh, don't you agree, mm. Mum, that it's, it, it, you should really just do this anyway? Yep. Because... There's, there's no harm.
1: There's no harm in doing it. And honestly, the number of people who say, I really didn't think that my ex would act this way... I'm not, or they bring me and say, we're not those couples that fight over time. But, you know, you don't really know how your partner's going to react. Mm -hmm. Um, The the steps that we've got to to give you today, I think, um, don't hurt anybody. They don't, um, they won't upset your partner, um, but they just streamline the process and give you peace of mind, especially... Um, like you said, Laura, it can go on for years, mm. and and information, knowledge is power. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I've yeah. got
0: friends still stuck in divorce two years later, so oh, you know. Yes, so and okay. that's not uncommon. All right, so let's let's look at some ways that we can streamline the process. Okay, before telling your partner that you've decided to separate, or before you both mutually agree to do it, what should they be gathering? What should they be doing? Uh, before they tell their partners okay so
1: it does sound sneaky doesn't it i'm I'm sorry everyone out there um i don't mean for it to be sneaky It, it is just it's for in everyone's benefit really yeah uh to think well so think about the stuff that you really can't part with for a start uh i'm thinking special gifts um I don't know if you're a craft person. Yep, photographs. Your crafts, photographs, your music, whatever it is that's really, really important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be making taking steps to get that away from the house if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, in terms of documents and things, um, we mentioned it before, Laura. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily today, most people can take a photo of a document. Um, and save it. Mm. Um, But really, I'd like to see more people copy their documents one way or another um, before they go. Mm. That means uh, that you know, for instance, the member number perhaps of your partner's superannuation, which makes it a lot easier to get information about
0: And you also know your own member number if you are the one who ends up leaving the house and then for some reason don't have access to any documents and you're left high and dry going, oh, I don't know how to renew my health Mm -hmm. insurance or I don't know how to contact the bank because I don't know what my details are. So that's right. You need it for yourself as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, so... Most marriages and most relationships, it's usually one person who handles the finances, but that person might not be you. You may have left that side of things to your partner, in which case it's even more important to get copies of documents. And you'll know, um, I always ask my clients, is your partner a little bit secretive about his finances or about his super? And you'd be surprised... Or hers. 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 Yes, but you'd be surprised how many people... Have never seen the other party's superannuation statements and anything, you know. Mm. So, so there's very open relationships where you just need these details. Uh, photocopy copy the documents just so you know what numbers to put on and dates of birth for. Well, you know, you can dates of birth, I guess. <laughs> um, but but <laughs> unless it's a really, yes, marriage, a really bad marriage, really bad marriage,
0: then you really should be leaving.
1: <laughs> I have yeah. had people who couldn't remember their wedding date. Oh no! <laughs> um, but, but also, uh, I think. Um, it's important to, if if you're really important, if you've been left out of the cold or you have voluntarily stayed out of this information. Yeah,
0: yeah. you know, some people just choose not to be involved in that yeah. stuff and that's fine, but you need to, um, once you leave, some of my friends say, mm. you know, that they've never been involved in that side of things and you, you are going to leave, you are going to be on your own, you need to know all this that's information right. so that you can go out into the world and continue yeah. Without relying on your ex to continue it for you.
1: Well, or to continue to do the right thing. Mm. So the the most common problem we have is with the health insurance mm. um, some and, and phone mm. and electricity. If you've got a particularly vindictive ex and in you're in the house, for example, you may suddenly find that the phone and electricity has gone in into the other person's sole name or you're... Um, health insurance can be cancelled mm. without your knowledge, and that can be cause all sorts of problems. Mm. So, you know, it's it's pretty important to yeah to get to come to grips with all of that stuff.
0: Okay, so there we we do create a list of things um, on our divorce course online mm. that um, things like a, a checklist of things that you should check. Uh, but basically, we broke it down into you know personal health. Um, your income and your assets, so basically anything to do with banking. Well, yes. Um, So what about banking? What should people be doing in regards to their banking? Well,
1: first thing, very first thing, is change your PIN number on the bank account. If it's a joint bank account, and I know this will be controversial, um, but I would suggest taking half of the money in the account and putting it in your own name, preferably in another bank altogether. Um, look, I say to people all the time, you can always give it back. If if, <clears throat> if you need to give it back, if it was the, you know, if, if you don't need all that money or if the other person's in trouble and needs money, you can always give it back. But if you don't have it in your possession first... Um,
0: what it, happens down the line well, in, in, in law? If, if they end up with all of it and you ask for someone, they say no, how, oh, how, how hard is it to get money back? It's
1: really hard. I mean, you, you find yourself having to make an application for uh, spouse maintenance like alimony mm. uh, that involves drawing up documents filing an application in the court um, that's a couple of couple of thousand dollars really of lawyer's times mm. and then maybe a whole day in court on a duty list uh, trying to get some money just to live on or trying to get enough money to run your legal legal case mm. uh, it's it's always better <laughs> I think, to take first and kind of ask permission later. <laughs> Don't take it from a business or a company. Mm. But, you know, you've got to remember you're entitled to at least half of that money. And if you're not earning and you've got the kids, you're entitled really to more than half of the money.
0: Well, to, I've, I've spoken to and heard stories of, of of women that have been married to very you know, high up surgeons or medical mm. people. And, and they didn't do that. And they thought the divorce would be amicable. And they've they lived in their cars for a couple of nights because they had no cash. Oh. So it, and and I know this sounds like we're trying to scare you, but um, I look at it as a way of uh, like preppers, you you yeah. know, that um, it might not happen, yep. but, and, and you don't want to go to the extreme, like become an epic prepper, like <laughs> you see on TV shows, no. but you need to just have that little bit of just in case fallback, I yes. think. Um, yeah, and and so for the documents, um, for example, help you if you need to apply for Centrelink. Centrelink, you yep. need evidence of who you are. Your bank, you, you yep. know, your your birth certificate, yep. uh, all that kind of stuff. You you need that yourself anyway, so that you can move on and get yep. get a, a new house, get rent. Well, if I always
1: say you need to change your PIN number on the bank and then go to the bank mm-hmm. and get your money out. I I know that banks are supposed to have secure systems, but the number of times I've found uh, if you open another account at the same bank and put Mm. it in your name, the edges are kind of blurred. Yes. Um, I prefer you to go to the bank, get your money out, um, even in a bank check and then go to a different bank and set up an account. And to do that, you're going to need your 100 points. Yes. You're going to need your birth certificate, your passport. Um, to get a divorce, you need your divorce. You need your marriage certificate. Mm. Um, these are all things that are very easy for you to photocopy and give back, mm. but really tricky to try and extract from someone. And and what do you do if you write and say, I need my passport, or you have your lawyer write, my client needs her passport, and I get letters back from the other lawyers. Our client says he doesn't have
0: it. Yeah. What so, do you do? What do you do? Yeah. And, and that's the same with valuables and things that are really special to you too, isn't that? If you don't take yeah. it when you go, there's no guarantee you're going to get it. Mm.
1: I, I've had that. I've had people say, can you write, please, and get my mountain bike? Mm. I get an answer back from the lawyer. What mountain bike? Mm. My client doesn't know anything about it.
0: And how much does it cost to write a letter these days, on average, in 2020? Well, um, at least
1: $50, $55 for a very short letter Mm -hmm. and phone calls add up, Mm. you know, uh, so... Um, some lawyers' hourly rates can go as high as six sixty an hour, which mm. is sixty six dollars for just a quick letter. Mm. Um, so it it's just saves you a lot of drama later on. Yeah, and you can collate. We'll, we'll talk later on about how you can keep your legal fees down. Mm. But that is definitely you're on the right path if you make sure you've got the documents and things that you and need. Your
0: favorite things and yes. your stuff. And obviously, you don't want it to be too obvious if you haven't told them yet that you're separating. <laughs> but you know, it's just being safe with your stuff and just just in case and like like mum said you can always give it back yeah um with what about uh online that's a big thing that people talk about now what's what what kind of things should you be doing online before you tell your partner you're you're going to leave well i
1: suppose um some people, and I'm, I'm guilty of it, I have the same password on everything. Uh-oh,
0: and you're going to be hacked now, I Mum. know. <laughs> she doesn't. I'm so, changing no, it no, all right it, now. Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, Don't do Thanks, what I Mum. say. <laughs> okay. No. But you need to um, set up probably a completely separate email address mm-hmm. um, and with a different password. Certainly change the passwords on your MyGov, on your, if you've got a MyGov site. Yeah. Um, change... Uh, your pin numbers on everything, Uh, pins on your devices, pins on
0: your mobile phones. Um, It's really um, Your Apple ID if you've got an Apple phone. Yes, absolutely. The tracking Uh, is all there. I mean, um, I've had friends that have had people that have been able to log into their phone and and see, like for example, um, uh, she used Uber, Uber Ah. Eats and Uber Car, Uber Uber, whatever it is, the Uber thing, mm. um, and because they had the same account, Uber account, he could log in and see where she was going, what she was eating, you know, all that. Mm. And and when 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 you're having a really stressful breakup, because it's stressful whether your besties are amicable or not, you, it's it's probably worse for the relationship to have that tempt for them to go in and see where you are going or what you're eating and 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 you don't want that no you don't want that even frequent flyers um people can if that you've got a joint frequent flyers account um and you want to go incognito and not not want them Mm. to know where you go they can just log on and see what shop you shop at and what time you go and flybys but also uh if you've got um an
1: a, an ex partner who becomes a little bit vindictive. I've had people log in to their uh, partner's, not into my clients' uh, f- uh, frequent flyer account and transfer all the points. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and library cards. You'd be surprised how connected we all are, mm-hmm. and you need to start setting those up. If you're working, you need to tell your uh, your work the new bank account number. Mm-hmm. Give them those details. Uh, also check your life insurance policies, that all any insurances that are coming out are coming out of your account mm-hmm. if you need them. There's so much to think about, mm. so much and, to think and about.
0: And one one thing um, that uh, I've got, uh, an accountant who says she just wished um, with some of the people that she helps that they'd just, before they'd left, got stuck a USB stick in the computer and just oh. got all the information about banks and super Absolutely. and everything and then walked away because they then have to subpoena yep. banks, subpoena, superannuation, yep. find out how much money they make and their pay slips and all that nonsense and it ends up a disaster. It might not, like I said, and like mum mm. said, it might not end up a disaster and it might be the best divorce ever and you might be best friends afterwards and it'll yep. be great. But sometimes it might be like that for a couple of weeks or a month and mm. then some someone does something to upset someone and then it all goes down sometimes i've seen with some of my friends everything goes south when the partner with when your ex or you get a new partner yes yes. and then that's when things get nasty
1: and a lot of the time i think people are amicable with each other if one of them is hoping to get back together again so Um, when the penny drops mm. then um it seems to be the thing that then they become business-like and, okay, mm. I have to win at this. Yes. And so, um, like I said, if, you, if your partner and you are really good friends, you doing these things won't upset them at all. Mm. But, but if you're the one moving out, for instance, imagine not being able to afford a bond or some rent in advance, you know, or, and removalists and so forth. Um, this is what happens we end up sometimes with people back at their parents house or in a shelter Mm. and unable to move forward or in their car like you said yeah
0: and stuck and then it can take up to two years then Mm. to to get yourself through court to get or what you need to
1: move on two years is is modest to be honest because there's uh, a lot of correspondents, obviously people try not to go to court, so there's mediation usually beforehand, a couple of interim hearings, and time is money in in um, the legal system, and it really does your mental health no good at all. And really, if you've got kids, you don't want to be going through that. No. It's right. not enough to cope with.
0: So in, in our course um, and on here, we talked about the different types of... Um Divorces, Mm, So mm. we've mentioned and we've done an episode on it. um, And we always like to try and uh, like link it to the, to each type of. Yes. So there's the amicable divorce and that's the one where, where, you know, you, 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 it's going all right. You're just working through it. So in that regard with gathering this information, still do it? Oh, yes. I, I think so.
1: Like I said, if, it, if they don't have a problem with it, they won't have a problem with it. And if they've got a problem with it, it's lucky you've done it. Yeah.
0: And and you've got a right because it's your you
1: information. Of course. It's your information. I I just um, – I think in the long term you'll save both of you a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Okay, what about controlling a manipulative relationship that we've talked uh, about where, where you're – you might not realise it at this early stage that you are – being manipulated manipulated or being controlled you might you but a good sign is you might have no idea or not allowed to access the information maybe locked filing cabinets passwords you can't access in your that's a really red flag to you know you're you're being controlled and manipulated um Mm. what what, what advice for gathering information do you have people for people in a really manipulative or controlling yes. divorce situation?
1: Well, it's a little bit tricky. If, if you are in a manipulative and controlled um, situation, sometimes there's no way of getting to these documents. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, and in that case, just be safe and know that we can get them. Uh, lawyers can issue subpoenas um, to find out this information... Um, the important thing in a controlling and manipulative relationship is for you to be safe. Uh, One strategy uh, that I recommend, and uh, my clients have used it for 30-odd years, is if you think it's going to be a real real Mm blow-up and very hard, you could say, well, let's have a trial separation. And a lot of people are able to handle that better the Mm. partners are able to handle it better and you move out you leave everything pretty well as it is having first quietly got your special stuff out and off off your off site and don't just if you take photos of things um just for this sort of situation make sure you email it to someone you trust so Mm. that it's off site yeah yeah, so
0: I think that's the key. With, with it's just being safe. It's mainly being safe, and there is always a way to get the information yes. later. Yeah, but number one priority: be safe. Be safe. That's right. Um. So another type of relationship that uh, to talk about with gathering is the avoidant. Yes. So, yeah. Um. So the avoidant relationship, where basically in the divorce. They don't want anything to do with it. Yes. So why is it important to mm. gather information when these people are just going to be like, don't want a bar of it. Mm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with this. Mm-hmm. What? What? What's the point of that gathering? Well, and how should they do it?
1: I, I say to clients, the Family Law Act is written so that if your ex partner. Sp- screws their eyes up shut, folds their arms and just ignores the world, you can still um, get your property settlement through, you can still get a divorce through, uh, with like I said, without their cooperation. Um, but um, you have to do all the heavy lifting when it comes to that. So you've got to convince the court of the assets. So there'll still be subpoenas to issue if you don't get copies of documents. Mm. Um, the emotional side of separating um, is so uh, complicating for people when they're trying to think practically about finances as well. Mm. And, and I, I imagine sometimes that I tell clients to do this and to photograph this or, photo, you know, get a copy of that and in the back of their minds is, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. a lot of people just aren't thinking. Because no. I guess it's it's the end stage of a part of your life, a chapter of your yeah. life, and you're like, oh, this is really happening. So mm-hmm. when a lawyer is talking to you, you're just still sitting there going, I'm sitting in a room talking to a lawyer. Yeah. This is really happening while you're not paying any attention yep. to what they're because, saying. Because it, it happened, like you might have been unhappy. So, so you know, like
1: a lot of marriages, things flare up, you have your moments and then it settles down again and, you know, and sure, you fight a bit, but who doesn't? Mm. But then one day someone will say something and suddenly or do something, and suddenly that's the end of it. Mm. And and you're no longer part of a couple. Mm. You're going to have to go forward on your own. Mm. Um, And the avoidant person who is your partner, if your partner's avoidant, they will work that out eventually. Uh, But you can't be waiting around. While they do it. So, so, um, and sometimes it's a kind of a passive aggressive thing, I think. Hmm. Kind of a tantrum.
0: Yeah. They're like, not gonna <laughs> not going to do anything. Not doing any of it. N- yep. Not giving you anything. They won't reply to your letters. Yep. They won't get all your, so that's a real, you know. Yeah. And it does seem a lot of people, when they've just gone separated, usually I see on Instagram a lot of people go and climb mountains or go yes. bushwalking or they literally go to Tibet and, and, and they don't even think about, the structural help, you know, separating and doing it properly. So that's why it's a good idea to get this stuff before because if they go bush or they, you know, how how are you going to get any of that information? So that that avoidant, divorce thing is um you might not know your partner is going to be that type of person but mm. if they're in denial and they're going to mm. really struggle then they're the ones that are going to drag their feet
1: well usually the person who leaves yeah. has has really and and my, our listeners might think well you know that was me uh, has been probably thinking about it for a long time sometimes up to a year mm. uh, and they've tried everything to make the marriage work, and you don't just go at the first sign of trouble. You stay and you try and work it out, and and you might be saying to your partner, we should go to counselling, and they're going, no. The avoidant person's going, no, I don't want to go to counselling. What's Mm. wrong with you? So you are ready to go, Mm. and you take that big step. But sometimes your partner is is still back in the what happened. What? what what's
0: going yes. on? Yeah, so, so you're a year ahead of it. You are a year ahead, and you've part.
1: gone through all of those, all the of grieving the and, and, yes. and the, yeah,
0: okay. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's what happens a lot.
0: Okay. Um, what's the other, so there's, there's amicable, there's avoidant, there's controlling and manipulative. Do we have the other one? Well, basically, I think that was it. Really? Yeah, I think
1: that's mostly. Yeah, what you need to do. I mean, you. It's it's just your person, your ex partner is going to be his own or her own mixture of those things, um, and you'll know. Do you know what a really good indicator of how someone's going to be in a in a divorce is? Mm. It's weird, but it, if you look at how they deal with outsiders. Mm. Okay, so mm-hmm. if your if your partner's in business,
0: mm.
1: are they ruthless? Mm. Or do they not take care of their invoicing and so forth? Mm. Uh, are they, you know, do they have to win at any cost, or are they really weak about it? So that'll give you an idea. Once they get over the emotional side, um, you you tend to be just another business thing they've got to deal with. So, mm. okay. um, and you know, that's, that's, a good that's where you, sign. It is a good telltale sign. People yeah. don't change. Yeah. And one other rather uh, awful way, I guess. Uh, but it does come up a lot to tell this. If you're not their first partner,
0: mm.
1: how did they break up with their previous partner? Ah,
0: that's because a good sign. Because
1: patterns don't change. Yes, What's
0: patterns a good don't sign. change. That's a good sign.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. Well, um, what? What? One more question before we go. What would be you think the most important? If you could, if you could only grow. I guess it. I guess. I think you've described this to me before as if there was a fire coming in your yes, house or yes. there's a flood. Yep. What are the things that you grab when you run out? Yep. I guess what what are those things that you think the the most important things they should be taking before they tell okay. their partner.
1: So it's funny I guess as a lawyer you'd think me think I'd be saying documents and things, but yep. it's not. It's it's the stuff that's in your heart. So Presence from people who have passed on, you mm-hmm. know, something special to you, it, particularly if you've got a partner who knows you very well and is a little bit vindictive because that will be the thing that will disappear. Mm. Or, yeah, so grab those things that are really irreplaceable mm. and then if you can, get your copies of, the, of documents. Yeah. If, you, you know, if you can't do that safely, well, don't bother, yeah. but the documents will save you a lot of trouble later on. And, of course, money, mm. Okay. Uh, get your money, and, and you can always, like I said, give it back.
0: Yeah, and make sure you're digital stuff, and that's something you can do wow, off-site, yes. uh, like, but still before, mm. making sure you do that before. It's so important because you might um, – I'm sure you've come across this a lot, Mum, with all your different types of clients over the how, – mm. how many years you've done this? 35, 35 years. 35 years. I'm sure you've seen every type of possible divorce there yeah. is, but everyone thinks they know their partner – and then things change people Mm. it's when emotions are involved when things get really heated that's when everyone just loses their sensibilities a little bit and that's why you just have to be cautious and and i felt funny doing this uh lesson on on the divorce course online and i felt funny a little bit talking about it and but um I know so many women who wish and and, and mm. men who wish they had done this. Yes. And and regret it. And and a, a lot of people who had amicable separations for like a month or two and then it blew up and mm. then it was too late again to get their information. Is that what that,
1: you find? Yes, that's what I find. And you know, it's not just what your partners like we don't like to think of ourselves as the sort of person who will get a copy of documents and plan to leave like it doesn't fit well with anybody, Mm. you know? And, Mm. and so, so I get it. I get it. It's not your style, but take it from me. Um, it's, it's just protecting the future. Think of it as perhaps saving both of you Mm. the trouble going forward.
0: And not only that, I've just realized, I think when you, when, when you do tell your partner that you want to leave Mm. or you do leave, um, you're not prepared for how much that's going to affect you either even oh, yes. though you've even though you might have been thinking about it for years and years you the, the way they're going to react can really really hurt and make you feel bad or you know you, you're going to go through an, a roller coaster of emotions yep. and you're not going to be able to focus on anything else other than just surviving the couple of weeks to get mm. through the first initial shock of, okay, I've really done it, mm-hmm. and your brain is not thinking, oh, I better get the superannuation and the insurance <laughs> yes. number so I know what you know what what um, to pass on to my lawyer when we do a separation. So mm. I think it's it's to take care of yourself and give yourself as well that space. And I think if you do, if you've got children, oh wow, it it you know you're going to need every energy you've got. Well, they play up
1: at the the very time, like they pick up on it, no matter how well you hide it, and you must really hide it from the children, but some things are obvious to them. Uh, They will play up just when you really need them to behave. Mm. And so you'll need all your energies just to focus on that day-to-day stuff, get your meals, keep things running fairly smoothly. And no matter how prepared you are, uh, the reality hits you. I've been there, Mm. and the reality is, is, um, it's a shock. Yeah, it is a shock.
0: So even though this was a horrible one, we had to do. Oh, yes, sorry, everyone. <laughs> and and Mum and I, we don't, you know. But it, it really is. It's just being sensible. It's putting on your, your yep. safety vest. It's putting on your oxygen mask, and it's getting ready to go on the roller coaster ride. That's going to suck. But if you if you do it, it's going to be less roller coastery than if you don't do it. So yep. um, anyway, if you're interested in looking any more, we've got checklists yep. and, and more information on that on our online. Uh, course called yep. the divorce course obviously you can also email us in any questions yes and we'd love to hear um, from you we'll we'll put all our details in the podcast but um thanks for having our little chat with us and if you heard any birdies we're actually at a national park <laughs> well, yeah
1: we, we tried to shut the windows to kick the bird noise out but i don't think it worked very no, well but I know. we're very relaxed and talking about an awful subject but guys like i said it's not that you're being mean no Uh, it's just sensible it's a sensible thing to do. it's learning from history
0: if you found this podcast helpful we'd love it if you could rate review and subscribe by doing so you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording in 2020.